Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. It is a great time to be here this morning, isn't it? What an incredible morning we've had so far. To have the opportunity to sing those beautiful carols, to be reminded of the Christmas story, but at the same time to just hear God's word being read out. We truly have been blessed, haven't we? And it's also amazing that we get to do this kind of meeting as a family, to have everybody all together in one room. It's great to have the children all over the place. I can see a few of you around. Some of you might be hiding. Some of you might be a little bit invested in your booklet. But that's okay. So guys, today is a very, very short message. I promise that I won't be over 15 minutes. So you can put your watches out. You can time me. I'm going to be 15 minutes sharp. I may even be less. So... Today is a special day because it's one week before something special happens next week. Now, the kids, I can see some of you over here, can you help the adults and tell them and tell everybody what is happening next week? Come on, I want you to raise your voices. Come on, come on guys, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Oh, now listen here, when we're in Kids Rock, they are not shy. They will shout and they will go crazy. But because they're around moms and dads and older people, they might feel a little bit scared. Next week is Christmas, a day of huge excitement, huge excitement. Put your hand up if you're looking forward to Christmas. Okay, some people are looking forward to Christmas. Some people are unsure about Christmas. They're not too sure if they're excited about it. There we go. There we go. We're all excited about Christmas. There's so many things that take place on Christmas Day. Good food family, friends, so many cool things that happen on Christmas Day. And also, sometimes you get to find something underneath the Christmas tree, a present. And it may be that present that you've been longing for. You've gone to checkers, you've gone to all the various shops, and you've had your eye on this one present. You're like, oh, I just really hope that's under the tree on Christmas Day. This time of year can seem very joyful, it's exciting. A lot of cool things are happening. People go on holiday. Kids are not at school. A lot of cool things happen. But at the same time, it can be quite stressful. Some people might be stressing about, oh, the Christmas lunch that I've got to cook. Oh, I've got to worry about what I need to get for the day. Oh, we have to worry about where we're going to be spending Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. We've got to make sure, we've got to make sure this half of the family is happy, this half of the family is happy. It's quite stressful but it's also joyful. Now, the season is around gifts, but my question is, are we missing the point of Christmas? Is there not a better gift that's waiting for us on Christmas Day? Something that isn't like any present, something that lasts for eternity, something that is hugely significant. If you're here today and you are not a follower of Jesus or you're watching online and you're here and you're not a follower of Jesus, my prayer is that this message will be helpful to you as we look at one of the most central truths of the Christian faith. We're going to be looking at the real meaning of Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas, how the light of the world came into our world. And he did this in two ways. He came as a person, came as a person, and he would also go on to do something very important. So if you have your Bibles with you, 
Please turn with me to John chapter 1, verse 14. And you're in for a treat, guys. It's only one verse. Only one verse we're looking at today. One verse. If you don't have your Bible with you or you don't have your mobile device where you would normally go to the Bible app, it's also going to be on the screen behind me. All right, John chapter 1, verse 14. And this is what God's Word says. So the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen His glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Can I just pray for us before we look at this Word together? Dear Lord God, I want to thank you for this time that we've been able to just to be together, to sing these beautiful songs, to have the opportunity, opportunity just to hear your word and have now the opportunity to look at your word together. I pray, Lord God, that you will speak to us and help us to understand what you have in store for us today. In your name we pray, amen. So just to give you a little bit of helpful information about this beautiful verse, like this verse alone, you could probably spend two, three weeks on. It's so beautiful, but we're going to do it in one. So, this verse, if you look at it again, it says, and the word became human and made his home among us. Now, for John's audience, they would have been very familiar with the language. And what it meant, literally translated, was the word became flesh and tabernacled amongst us. Now, I don't think I need to be an, uh, a smart guy be up here to say, I don't think that's a word that we use very often around now. It's a word that was very common back in those days, something that they would have been familiar with. It was something that they would have thought back to back in the Old Testament when the tabernacle was the place where God's presence physically dwelt, where Moses would go and meet with God. But you see, John now is saying something very interesting. He's saying that God is now going to dwell amongst his people in a very personal way. He wasn't going to dwell in a tent. He was going to dwell amongst his people as a person. As a person. And this person was going to be unlike any other person. He was going to be something and he was going to do something. So I, because it is Christmas, I have a couple of gifts here. Now, I want one child to come and help me. One child. If you don't put your hand, ah, there we go. One child. Now, because it is Christmas, we must make sure that we have gifts. There we go. So can you please come and join us? So can I ask a big favor? Can you please unwrap this gift for me? Don't be shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> there we go. Oops, something is coming out. Something is coming out. Okay. All right, let's open it up. So what is this, buddy? A crown. A crown. So we can all see you. This is a crown. Now, can I ask you, who normally wears a crown? A king. A king. Ooh, okay, a king. And then would a king normally be born in a palace? Like in a big castle or something like that? Correct? Yeah. Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> so the first part of this person that came into the world, the lights of the world, he is firstly a king. He is a king. And this is what the Old Testament has been looking forward to. The king, the king that God was going to be sending into the world, he was coming. And he wasn't going to be coming like as you would expect. He was going to become a baby. Put your hand up if you've ever been a baby before. 
Okay, some people don't know if they were babies. <laughs> you don't remember. Put your hand up if you have a mom and dad, or you had a mom and dad. Okay, all right, there we go. Put your hand up if you have ever been happy. There we go. Put your hand up if you've ever been hungry. You're probably hungry right now if you didn't have breakfast. Put your hand up if you have ever been thirsty. It's very important to be drinking your water during this heat. Put your hand up if you've ever been sad before. Now, imagine you had a king who not only was going to live amongst all of us, but was also going to be like us in every way. That changes everything. This was no ordinary king. And he wasn't a king that was born in a palace. He was a king that was born in a stable as a baby. So there's a lovely uh, person named Sally Lloyd-Jones. She wrote the Jesus Storybook Bible. And some of the kids may recognize this because we actually learned about this last week. So this is what she said about Jesus' arrival into the world, talking about how Jesus is the best gift that God could give creation. And this is what she said. Okay, here we go. And there in the stable, amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows, in the quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born, his son. The best gift that God could ever give us was himself. Becoming like us who understands what it means to be a human being, what it means to be a child, what it means to be a teenager, what it means to have that awkward phase from being a teenager to being a young adult, growing in wisdom and in stature to become a man, living a life to be an example for us. But this king was not like any other king. He was also going to do something very important. And I need another child to come and help me. One child. Yes, come on up, Evan. Now, we all know that Evan is coming up here. <laughs> come on up, come on up. All right. So now, just like before, I have a gift. As you can see, this one I wrapped. My mother wrapped the other one. <laughs> all right. So can you please unwrap this gift to us? Okay. Don't be shy. You can go crazy. Open it up. Whoop. There's something coming out. Something coming out? A cross. Okay. So we can all see this as a cross. So why do you think I have a cross here? To represent Jesus. To represent Jesus. But what? How is it representing Jesus? What's it, what is this? What happened? He died on the cross. Aha. He died on the cross. Thank you so much. You can go take a seat. So not only was Jesus going to be the king, who came into our world to become like us in every way and live a life that was incredibly significant, being an example, he also came to die. He also came to die, to pay the price that we could never pay, the ultimate sacrifice, which was a free gift. Sometimes what can happen so easily in this particular season is that we can get so distracted, we can get so 
lost with all the things that are happening. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of the things that we do during this Christmas time is good. Spending time with family, uh, spending time with loved ones, going to different places, relaxing, resting, enjoying good food, fellowship. It's all good stuff. But let's not forget what Christmas is really about. Let's not forget that there is magic in his presence. Not magic in the present, in the presence that we receive. He didn't do anything wrong, Jesus. And if you think about it a little bit more, without Jesus coming into the world as a baby, coming into this world, we wouldn't be celebrating Good Friday, wouldn't be celebrating Easter Sunday. So Christmas is so, so important. And we must always remember to keep the main thing the main thing. Always keep Jesus at the center of your Christmas. Don't forget that this whole season is about him coming into the world. That's what it's about. So as I begin to land, let's go into next, this next week, go into Christmas Day with hearts full of joy, with hearts full of hope, with hearts full of excitement, because it is a good day that's coming, and it's a better day that's going to be coming much later as well when he returns. Jesus is arriving. Jesus is arriving. It is good news for everybody. Everybody, it is good news. The arrival of the king who would die for us. Let me pray for us. Dear Lord God, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you that we've been able to spend a little bit of time talking about the real meaning behind Christmas. Help us to, as we go towards Christmas, I pray that each and every single one of us will keep the main thing the main thing, that we will remember that this season is about you. It's not about the lights and all these various other things that happen during the season. Help us to remember that this time is about you. In your name we pray, amen.